Here we are again with another what's your take thing. Um, we were just here a couple days ago. A couple days ago. It's like we, the, the daughters just keep coming at you <laughs> with content. <laughs> I'm Harlan the Wiley Lamb Grant. And I'm Ryan Rick Rowan McKenna. <laughs> And this is the Dodler's Philosophy Shorts on the Dodler's Philosophy Podcast Shorts with pants. Oh, fuck. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> it was going to be what it was going to be. Because mm. what I'm wondering about this week is what your take is on determinism. Just. The philosophical position, idea, concept that every event is necessary. That given the state of a universe at a time... And a set of absolute fixed laws that every alteration, every change, everything that occurs had to be that way and could be no otherwise. Including my description of determinism at this moment, <laughs> everything else. You know, the, the traditional dichotomy is determinism, free will, you, we, but we can go with it wherever you wish. What's your take on determinism? I hate it. <laughs> I do. I think I I I get it. I I really do get it. Like there's something about it that to me just makes perfect sense. But in hearing something like that, I forget that it's sort of from my relative position, it there are going to be things that seem random and that when the metaphysicists is that what you call them? Are jabbing on about metaphysicians, oh, right? Metaphysicians, which is terrible because it's <laughs> metaphysics. Uh, we oversee doctors. <laughs> idiots! You're idiots. Anyway, I understand, but that they are talking about the whole thing, Laplace's demon, which is this story about a demon that can predict everything because they have everything right now. They can predict everything tomorrow or the next step or whatever, the next second, whatever. And a retrodict. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, and it plays into the relativity loaf of Einstein and all that kind of stuff where time is just one of the extra dimensions. Or for, it's just a fourth dimension. It's just one big loaf of everything's determined. And then, you know, people like Sam Harris get to be, a, you know, like those psychopaths went into that house and killed everybody and they they couldn't help themselves i'm sure there's more nuance to it than that but i don't know i don't like it and i don't have a real thing to say outside of that perhaps it's just our limitedness right now and it's the best explanation we got for events and the 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 nature of their happening well well ryan why don't you lie down on this couch oh, jesus right christ and tell me what it is about this idea that you think bothers you so much 
it's not it's a this is a this is the game player in me episode three try him and Indeed. try him enjoy okay i'm catching on very slowly you can tell who's the real doddler in this duo i guess the thing that bugs me is that it's just not fun you know everything's <laughs> determined so fuck it i don't have to you know it just it seems like the the place one can go when they finally have that piece of information then is like nowhere and i guess that's a red flag to me that people think that it, i think it plays into this whole idea that we figured everything out you know what i mean it, it plays into this idea that science has accomplished so much and we're just there and now it's just about like turning over all the stones <clears throat> we already have the mechanism for doing that so whatever that mechanism is but it seems to me like as soon as we start trying to figure things out, you know, we always run into more problems and more questions. And maybe, again, that's just a relative position thing. But I don't think it's something I have talked about this before in the past, and we've gotten nowhere with it, even though it seems clear to me. And then you botch it. Whatever. I'm angry at you now. <laughs> But, like, I don't think that we could determine <laughs> determinism, like, empirically. That's a claim for you. I, no. <laughs> but if that's one of those things that if there were debate at one point, I it has been lost to the annals mm. because I now feel relatively comfortable agreeing with that. Okay. That's one of my takes on the idea of determinism, is that it's, and I'm not going to, maybe you can tell me, what's the, the correct word for this? Because it's where I want to use the cliche, determinism is moot. But it actually, <laughs> as I understand it, the, the way you're supposed to use the word moot is that it means it is actively debatable. And so it's almost the opposite of the way America 2018 uses that phrase. Because... The idiom is typically employed, in my experience, is if you say something's a moot point, it's like, well, there's no way to determine one way or another, and we might as well not talk about it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I thought that. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's fine. We, those of us who want to say that are dictionary incorrect about, like, look up moot, it's the opposite. What? Anyway. Wow. Distractions! <laughs> I'm looking up moot. Anyway, continue. I don't think there is anything in, you know, the two options that humanity has tended to employ so far in either reason or empirical observation that could tell one way or another whether or not we reside in a deterministic universe. A determiverse? A determiverse. I don't think that we can tell, and I don't think... That it matters. <laughs> yeah. So what's my kind of pseudo-argument that it wouldn't matter? I think it's something along the lines of the default assumption of humans, kind of existential style or animalistic style, is I think most of us operate as though we do not live in a deterministic universe. Right. That's kind of the underlying assumption of being an agent whether or not there are any agents. Because mm -hmm. I think in a deterministic universe, I would want to say there are no agents. That's an illusion. So we start from there, existentially. We 
feel as though and assume that determinism is false. If it's false, though, I don't think we can prove it. And if it's true, then all of my musings and takes about it were determined to be as they are. Everything's determined to be, you know. And then it just is this infinite loop of, well, I was determined to think that, and I was determined to think that, and I was determined to say this. And it, it just nullifies everything immediately. Maybe it that's correct. I don't know it not to be. I can't prove that it isn't. In fact, I might even think that it is currently the position that has the better argument, and that, I suppose, is left up to the physicists, <laughs> right? Not those metaphys... Oh, no, physician. Idiots. No, um, I, uh, it's an odd thing. I, I don't know if I'm thinking clearly about this or not, but it's like, if we are in a determiverse, why then would there be beings such as ourselves not feeling like we are in one like that just i i don't it seems like there's a mismatch then between well there was determined to be what do you mean? i mean isn't that the answer to all why questions in a determiverse either i mean i guess there's two ways that you could go one you could be the mirological nihilist and say well there aren't any beings who think they're not in a determiverse that's just an illusion there are only the billiard ball fundamental particles and the laws of physics blindly bashing against one another. That's all that exists. So you could just eliminate that question, or you could just sort of trivially say, well, because that's the book we're written into. That's the, we're stuck. That's just, that was what was determined to happen. Yeah, I, I, that second one I don't buy, but I don't exactly know why. I just think that's a crap answer. <laughs> <laughs> just because well it's not particularly it's interesting and like you say it's no fun yeah that that's a big one but for that me. doesn't make it illegitimate i'm not sure whether or not it's legitimate i'm more just concerned with whether it makes sense okay tell me about that because i think it totally makes sense quote unquote what do you mean it wouldn't make sense well if you can always just say, oh, well, that because it was determined to be that way, that just seems like a something looping in on itself. And yet, what it is apparently determining is the reporting of it not being determined, you know? And that seems to be a way out. That's like, and you know, so the determiverse thing likes its closed loops. And yet the reporting of, hey, I don't feel like this is a determiverse, you know, or whatever, seems to be like a, a way out of it almost. You know, it doesn't seem, you can always say, well, underneath, yeah, it's all still determined or whatever. But then it, the impression seems to be, a, a, I don't know if I'm going off a little off the rails here, but it seems to be a universe in and of itself, a universe of interpretation or something like that, where... It's kind of bubbling out in its own realm. And we can always say, oh, yes, there's, the, you know, it's always determined. But it seems to me like it's just like, well, but it's still just, we still keep 
making more beings that don't understand that inherently. And they keep creating more stuff. And so it seems like it's a way to kind of open up. Determinism on its own would seem to me to just, you know, like entropy or whatever, like, uh, you know, natural selection without any new variation, it would just zero in on one solution or something. It, it seems to me like there would be that possibility that would be a lot stronger if it were just things determining other things. Because how else could we get these new creative whatevers? Okay, what you you're doing something great okay. right here right. for me because you're exemplifying a claim that I like to make about determinism, not directly, but about the way people talk about determinism, namely claim people are really bad at reasoning about determinism. <laughs> so let's I really like arguments, episode six, episode ten, etc. I don't think that determinism is a very good hypothesis or a very good problem that we attempt to solve. As I mentioned, I don't think it's solvable. What determinism, the role it's going to play in your argument, if any, is as a conclusion. If your physicists or if your experts, whoever they be, goes about their investigations and determines, ha, pun <laughs> intended, that as far as they can tell, it appears as though we reside in a deterministic universe. Then, okay, boom, that's the conclusion. Then, if you have that as your conclusion, then you lift it up later into the premise of subsequent, into premises of subsequent arguments and say things about if the physicists are right and we live in a deterministic universe, then... <laughs> and that's what I mean. Like, then you're reasoning from determinism. And I think people are poor at doing that. I don't know why. I think I can do it. Surprise! <laughs> but when you say things like, well, it seems to me that the fact that there's creativity in our universe indicates that we're not deterministic. I don't see how that follows at all. Well, we're determined to be in a universe that appears creative to beings like you. Example, and this is where I really like that thing. Dennett talks about it all the time. William Poundstone wrote a book about it. The John Conway's Game of Life computer program, where you ha the cellular automata concept. Take your grid of pixels, of squares that can be in one of two states, white or black, mm -hmm. devise a series of rules about when to change state, set up your board manually as a free-willed human being, click in your initial whites and blacks wherever you want them to be, and press play. Your computer, serially and deterministically, runs through the subsequent states, consults the, law, the rules, the laws that the programmer wrote, and uh, flips bits, makes all the squares white or black, boom, next generation, next generation. And every tick is called a generation, and you can watch your system, quote-unquote, evolve over, quote-unquote, time, as the rules play out and your squares flip from right to black. As we empirically engage in that exercise over and over, as the computer scientists set up various things, 
and watch them play many interesting to human beings patterns quote unquote emerge from this behavior we see certain things like some of the basic ones they call a glider it'll be the same shape of about nine pixels and it will appear as you if you watch a graphical interface representation of generations it'll look like it moves across the screen and then you we will want to reify it to include it in our ontology oh that's gary the glider there he is <laughs> i'm watching him move across the screen the computer programmer the determinist might come in and remind us gary doesn't exist that's totally different pixels every time it just is a pattern that looks the same to you there are other ones that'll like uh, there's glider guns that will kind of shoot at the create these shapes there's eaters that'll go along and destroy other things as human beings watch it we entify all over the place but that doesn't mean that the creativity is real because we set the, up the whole system and we know this is a deterministic universe so why couldn't that be where we're living i i no we could be living there um all right <laughs> but but you would be really sad <laughs> no i'm i'm just I guess it's an epistemic thing where if it's an epistemic thing, then it comes down to whether or not the thing is, is that with the determinism part, it, it, it again, it is epistemic. So ontological determinism suggests that you could pick everything out and figure it out and work it out and all that kind of stuff. But epistemically, there's going to be lots of surprises because you don't have access to all the information. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know I earlier I said I hated it, and I guess I still hate it. I don't know. I was being... Part fun. of my therapeutic approach to the patient who is in angst while considering that they may reside within Conway's Game of Life or some other Determiverse is, all right, well, have you ever had fun before? No. Yeah, I've enjoyed lots of things. I have got drunk and fucked and loved and uh, been excited and had all, you know, all... Okay, well, it's not like the universe became deterministic at some midpoint of your life. Everything that you have, quote-unquote, bracket, bracket all these things out, everything that you have experienced, enjoyed so far, has happened in a deterministic universe. So if you, at time t come to realize slash believe that you live in a determiverse that ought not bother you because it didn't bother you at time t minus one when the universe was the same the only thing that changed is your outlook if you enjoyed it before you should enjoy your coffee tomorrow morning in the determiverse just as you enjoyed it yesterday nope not gonna happen i don't enjoy anything <laughs> ever again as the therapist you have ruined my life it backfired. Oh. I'm sorry. No. Well, you owe me the same amount. Get <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> Classic. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. That's that's all fine. Where? What's your take on determinism in this uh, last eight minutes? Is that it? You're like, yeah, yeah. I understand determinism. It is what it is. I think. I don't know what the word is. As I was mentioning, I want to go moot. I don't think that's the right word. I think the determinism question is 
relatively irrelevant. <laughs> Whether there's no, I think that there's no way to establish it one way or the other, and I don't think it makes any difference to me whether it's true or false. Because everything that I'm concerned with remains the same. Either everything that I ever thought and did and cared about was determined in the first place. Like, it doesn't change anything. And, and then if it's wrong, then I'm like, well, that's what I thought anyway. I already, by default, act as though it's false and tend to think it's false just as a chimp in the world. So if it's false, then I'm like, okay, I was right all along. I'm going to continue doing what I was doing. But if it happens to be true, then, well, I was determined to do what I was going to do anyway. <laughs> like, it just... So I don't really worry about it. Yeah. Uh, sounds good. This has been another... <laughs> Determinism resolved. Short. Good thing this was a short... <laughs> This has been another What's Your Take with Ryan and Harlan. Something. Bye. There once was an empire chase known as the Great Great Game. And one of its rooks came from Stoke on Trent. 